Prepare your ears for a Waffle Butt Media podcast. Coming to America. Why do people still do it? It's not like the Statue of Liberty told them to. She hasn't spoken up in years. And what does it mean to be an American, whether you're an immigrant to or born in the best and bigliest country in the world? America. Find out tonight, America, on America the Podcast. Hit it. back. Hello, America. It's America, the podcast. I mean, the mooch wasn't wrong. He, Steve can't do it. It's just, it's gross. Are you, are you serious? Yeah. He does it every day between the hours of three and five, I believe. He takes up the entire Lincoln bedroom and claims he's Praying to the ghost of Hitler or something, I'm not real sure, but yeah, he can do it. It's gross, but he can do it. So yeah, the mooch is gone and yeah, all is well, I guess. Ten days. He's yeah, he was an asshole. And that's coming from somebody wearing a panda coat. So wait, hold on. Wait, what are you wearing? Uh <clears throat> never mind. Oh, we're rolling. Hello America! It's me the bastard, and welcome to episode three of America the Podcast with me, the bastard. America the Podcast is a show where I berate you with the best lecture you'll ever hear, and then a panel of experts and regular Americans, and in today's case, just an interview with a regular American, will discuss the subject of the lecture scholars will one day call universe-altering. If for some reason you hate freedom and didn't listen to the first or second episodes or both of America the Podcast, and therefore still do not know who I am, please allow my voice to penetrate your ears and fill your brain with my important words. You may consider me America's lobbyist and the embodiment of the best and bigliest political party ever to be conceived by men, the Grand Old Party. While I am not a registered member of the GOP, and you will not find my personal information on all the voter data that was just given out by over 20 states, I do routinely advise on and do their dirty work. For instance, convincing the president that relations with Cuba is a bad thing. My idea. Having Trump take a secret meeting with Vlad Putin during the G20 summit. My idea. Doing away with live press briefings. My idea, but I only wanted it implemented as long as Sean Spicer was there. But now he's gone. Off to embark on his dreams of becoming a professional Easter Bunny. As for the mooch, well, he pretty much hit a wall, didn't he? I mean, I don't even think he knows what a reporter does. I mean, why would you have yourself be recorded? Honestly, why? And as a side note, if there is such a thing as being too Italian, I think we can all agree he was it. <laughs> Agreed. Absolutely. With me today is my producer and engineer, Tim. Say hi to America the audience, Tim. <laughs> hi, hold on. What did you say you were wearing earlier? Oh, you like it? It is my new panda coat and slippers. No way, you didn't actually- Indeed I did, my boy! Snagged a mama and two cubs. If you heard last week's show, I went with Peter Thiel at PayPal to go on, no, I guess call it a, an excursion to hunt exotic animals. You went to the San Diego Zoo and shot them. Well, like I told the president, if there are no tapes, they can't prove anything. I told Nixon the same thing and he didn't listen. Neither did Donald for that matter, actually. But, Wait, uh, there's tapes of Trump? Nope, no, 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 didn't say that. Moving on. Oh, my mouth. <laughs> it's going to get me in trouble one day. Anywho, I want to thank you all for coming back again to hear my important words on your favorite show, America the Podcast, with me, the Bastard. 
You can listen to your favorite show, America the Podcast, with me, the bastard, every two weeks on WaffleButtMedia.com and AmericaThePodcast.com, as well as any podcast directory, such as iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Player FM. During our off week, I will also be releasing videos on pressing political issues that come up, so stay tuned to BastardVideos.AmericaThePodcast.com. Did I get that right? Yeah, I think so. As you heard at the top of the show, this episode is about being American, or rather, what does it mean to be American? Before Chris Columbus came to this country and discovered it, and subsequently viciously murdered and enslaved several of the islands in the Caribbean, the natives that were already here on the mainland didn't even know where they already were, in the greatest country in the world, America! I mean, how could they not know? How could they not know when they were already in the greatest country in the world? But alas, once we came to this country, we gracefully let the native people know what country they were in. Our country. America. When we came here, we killed more than half the population and stole their land. We didn't steal their land. It's called Manifest Destiny. You see, when you go to a place and God tells you that's your home now, you get to keep it. Just like Moses and the Israelites. Easy as pie. But unlike Moses, we paid them and went back on every deal made. Well, that's just the most American thing to do now, isn't it? Just ask our president. You get by by screwing over the common folk, and then they reap the fruits of your labor of you screwing them over. It's just like capitalism. The parallels are uncanny. I won't argue with you there. Aren't you talking about belonging in America, though? Yes, I am! I believe the liberal term for this is, uh, national identity, maybe cultural identity, not to be confused with nationalist identity. It's a little too much of that going on right now if you ask me. It's true, yeah, okay, alright, yeah. What I mean is America is a place. A big place. Some say it's the biggest place in the universe. Others say I'm wrong but I yell louder, thereby making myself right and their words wrong by default. And in being such a large place, People spread out and start building their own societies. For instance, most people from Texas don't say they are from America when they travel abroad. They say they are from Texas. Same goes for most people in the other overinflated pride states. Even outside locale, ideologies differ drastically from state to state. Red versus blue, north versus south, east coast rap versus west coast rap, Hawaii versus Kansas. <laughs> Hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hawaii versus Kansas? Yes. Care to elaborate? No. Well, okay, fine. It, let's just say Hawaii refused to sell Kansas a volcano back in the 70s. But you can't... I know, but there was no talking them out of it. And nevertheless, they persisted. I'll tell you more about it later. Moving on. Our differences span across the country. Like in California, where you can have an extravagant gay wedding. To Kentucky, where someone might not make your gay cake or gake if God tells them not to. Or take places like Colorado, for instance, where they liked getting potted up on weeds so much that they legalized it, and now fund their schools with that dirty, green, Cheeto-stained money. But in contrast, you can be sentenced to near life in prison for carrying even the smallest amount of the sticky icky in states like Texas, Oklahoma, and Kansas, which are just a mere musket shot away from the mountainous hippie commune known as Colorado. And it goes on and on. People from New York are different than people from Virginia. People from one side of Manhattan are different than people from Long Island. Hell, look at Florida. Have you ever met a Florida person? And I don't mean the kind that go to Mar-a-Lago. I mean the real ones. Someone whose single tooth could kill the gator that he's fighting for stealing his bag of meth. 
that's pretty stereotypical. Is it, though? Yeah, fair enough. It's pretty right on the money. Ah, money. The point is, even though a lot of us have killed a large animal for stealing our bag of drugs, we are all still very different. And we are getting new Americans every day in the form of immigrants. Now, I feel like I should mention this for the record. Unlike other Republicans, I like immigrants. Shocking, I know. But back in my day, the good old days, the Reagan days, the 80s days, during a debate with the Republican candidates George Bush and Ronald Reagan, they tried to outdo each other by saying they liked immigrants more. Immigrants make this country. More immigrants means more money that goes to us in the 1%. It's math. It's I, well, I guess we Republicans really aren't that big of fans of math. And while we're at it, I'm not scared of Muslims, Mexicans, transgendered people, or who anyone else that the Republicans seem to be demonizing and attacking right now. I have been their key lobbyist for many years, and they have seemed to stop listening to me altogether. Like Teddy Roosevelt, but unlike my GOP colleagues, I fear nothing. I welcome the challenge to pull myself up by my bootstraps and America as hard as I can every day. Whoa, throwing shade at the GOP, man? In the words of a great Republican, Lucille Bluth, I do not know what that means and I won't respond to it. But what I do know is that I am first and foremost an American and a capitalist, as we all should be. Listen, I know it can be hard to get along, America, even when you're all being a bunch of scared little babies. But today, we need to put that behind us. I'm going to coin a phrase, America, the audience. America is a melting pot of cultures. A melting pot full of cheese, pico de gallo, and spicy chorizo. Because of immigrants. I don't think you came up with that, but that queso sounds pretty rad. My point is, we all lose if we do not get along. We all lose if we do not welcome people with open arms in this country. Pour all the ingredients into the melting pot, I say. The spicier, the better. You like the melting pot thing, Tim? I came up with it. I don't think you did, but... What are you doing? What, who are you texting? Huh? Oh, just uh, the guest for today. Guest? Ah, yes, the guest for today! She was actually on the first episode, wasn't she? Yes, she's from three different countries, the best of them being America. Although, I think she might be a spy because she got away when I kidnapped her that first time. <laughs> she's not a spy. Well, that's just what a spy would tell you. Did you bring her here to get info out of me? Hmm? <laughs> You're a tax evader and a panda murderer? No, I don't think she needs to uh, spy on you. Uh, be here for that. So she is a spy! <laughs> no, I mean, she... You know, sure. She's a spy. Then I'm getting out of here! You do the interview. I can't be around a lady spy. I don't know if you know this, but my mouth is as big as my voice. <laughs> Hadn't occurred to me at all. The last thing the Trump train needs is another leak. I'll end up telling them something like, Trump currently receives cash payments for each executive order that he signs, and then he'll fire me via tweet. <laughs> Whoa, are you serious? He does? Yes, he fires people via tweet all the time. I'm leaving. Where are my golf clubs? I'm going to Mar-a-Lago. In, in the front closet. Ugh, can't believe that I almost told him about Eric's sex dungeon, or that Melania and Trump are actually divorced. Like, ugh, I need a vacation! Damn, CNN is gonna love this. I should probably call the FBI again. Oh, oh shit. Hey, you here? Yeah, he, he just left. Yeah, I think he thinks you're a spy. <laughs> He's so fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll see you soon. Later.
Bastard again is not here because he fears that our guest tonight is a um, wasn't sure where we landed on that British or Brazilian spy. Um, we may or may not have already called the feds on some of the things he admitted before walking out of this room. So uh, my name is Tim Phillippe. I am the producer and co-host, I guess, at this point of America the Podcast from Wafflebutt Media. I am also the owner of Wafflebutt Media and producer on other podcasts such as Bruce and the Boys, the Schwegcast, and coming sometime this winter, Riff Wrestle. If you like Mystery Science Theater 3000, um, it's basically that with uh, wrestling. So Mystery Science Theater 3000 is the best show in the world if you... You know, you should go watch that. Um, so yes, with me tonight is Alana Matos. She is a immigrant to this fair country that we all call home. Um, she is from, uh, well, we'll get to that where she's from uh, in a bit because that's a question. Um, but yeah, she is not a spy, I don't think, right? You're not a spy? Not as far as I know. Okay, well, you might be. Just don't tell the bastard if you are. <laughs> So yeah, um, our show tonight is uh, about um, living in America and having that, you know, cultural identity and what does it mean to belong. Uh, so yeah, uh, this isn't a panel, uh, it's just more of a conversation, interview-esque, uh, with Alana here. Um, she is, again, yes, an immigrant from, uh, what countries are you from? Well, um, uh, well, I've lived in this great country for 20 years now. So I guess technically I would call myself an American, mm-hmm. but uh, born in Brazil and by way of, of eight years living in England, I came to, to Texas. So I guess if you define who you are by the place that you were born, we'll say Brazilian. If you define the, it by the place that you grew up, we'll say British. Uh, if you define it by the place you've lived the longest, we'll say American. Right, right. So, I don't know. Everyone has a different definition. Right. Do you think you're like a combo? Ask like a uh, Brit- Britzillian American. Yeah. <laughs> Brazil I mean, American. Well, you're a South American, technically. So. Well, yeah. I mean, every every country has its own, you know, even within a country has multiple cultures mm-hmm. and and every place is different. So, we, as you move and you grow, every place, you know you gain a little bit from each place. And right. so, you know, the more you move as, especially in, in those formative years, the more you move, the less you feel really connected to one place. Mm-hmm. You kind of just pick up different pieces of different cultures. And then, yeah, at some point you, you wake up and you're like, huh, I don't really, I don't really think that I could go back to, England, for example, Mm -hmm. and really stand there and say, I'm British, you know, people there would say, no, you don't sound British and you don't, what is that accent? Yeah, you don't look (laughs) British. So, you know, but then I would go to Brazil and they would say, well, you definitely don't sound, you know, your Portuguese is definitely not, (laughs) your Portuguese (laughs) is is not good. Hearing your parents talk and uh, hearing you speak. (laughs) Portuguese yeah. is so a little. <laughs> it's not like they would be like, "Oh yeah, come come join our, you know, you're you're completely legit." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, 
yeah. Your words are space, uh, spaced out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you don't speak it, Not you know. Not speaking a mile a minute like everybody else can. Right, right. So, but I think that's an interesting aspect of everybody moving. You know, a lot of people move when they're young and um, it kind of, it, it shapes you and then you become a hodgepodge of different cultures. Right, yeah, we're, we're talking earlier, talking about um, is, so like, I'm from like Fort Worth and now I consider myself but from But even Austin. you, you're not even... I mean, even you, if you were to tell... Which you should mm-hmm. tell your detailed I'm background. I'm from Texas. Well, uh, but you were, weren't born well, in no, Texas. Well, no, yeah, okay, but see, so, that's the thing. I say I'm from Texas. Right. No, I was born in... Technically in Phillipsburg, New Jersey, which is a, about a mile across, I guess, a, the river. I don't know where it is in comparison to Pennsylvania. I lived in Bethlehem, I think. Uh, Allentown, Bethlehem area. Anybody up there, you know knows where that is <laughs> that's where i'm from <laughs> and my dad uh you know we got a new job in, i guess in kansas lived there for about a year and then i got a better job in uh, oklahoma i lived in edmond outside of oklahoma city and then to suburban fort worth and then uh back up to kansas to college for a bit for me and then they lived up there now my parents live in tampa which that we can all say Florida has its own own culture in itself. Uh, and I moved back to Fort Worth and then, you know, later moved to Austin. I've been in Austin, Texas for seven years. But even in Austin is different than Fort Worth. You right. Could say, well, kind of. Well, kind of. Not Fort Worth. Different than Dallas. Right. Uh, but even so, even different you than Oklahoma. within the United States have had, you know, multiple mm-hmm. places with their own unique yeah. cultures. So... So like what kid what what do you identify with the most then I guess in America like what you know, this is a melting pot we always right. call it. like this is a bunch of hodgepodge of different cultures like Californians are different than Texans Texans are have their own boner about what they love and for sure like oh yo we're Texan we were a country yeah yeah right. <laughs> and for fucking you <laughs> like so was every other spot in this place hey like, hey hey. It's weird because even I have a little bit of like, eh, yes, yeah, with its own country. It okay? was its like, own country. And it, it, Texas is unique. And it's it funny is very because, unique. you know, I've lived now in Texas for 20 years. And so, you know, I've, I think I would identify, I mean, I have a tattoo of Texas on me. So That's true. I would identify. I would almost identify more as a Texan than I would as an American, which I think actually a lot of Texans would say that. They do. Oh, yeah. Um, it, which people is, in Europe, they say, like, it, it's better to say, well, I don't know anymore. Back in the early thousands, they'd say you're from Texas, don't say you're an American. Everybody hates George Bush, but for some reason, they still love Texas. And yeah, my parents would go there and say, oh, I'm from Texas. Like, don't say you're American. And people go, ugh, no. Yeah, internationally, Texas has this, like, oh, uh, Bigger than, I mean, which is Mm -hmm. the way that everyone sees Texas and the way Texas, you know, advertises itself. Everything's bigger in Texas. And so internationally, it's got this like crazy reputation Mm -hmm. where, I mean, everyone just thinks we're cowboys and and walking around. When I was in Kansas, (laughs) people asked me if I rode a horse to school. I'm like, I'm in Kansas. (laughs) I've seen more horses in Kansas. Well, I don't know. Probably not in Texas. But like, yeah, like. And that's the thing, though. When I travel now, I would probably say I'm from Austin, even over Texas, just because we have this big stigma about us now with every terrible thing going on. Well, and I think it's different. Like, when we travel in the United States, mm -hmm. you don't really say that you're from Texas because it's a whole state and you... But even then, if I went to England, I would still say I'm from Austin over... Like, because people like Austin. Yeah, and a lot of people, Austin has kind of made a a name Mm -hmm. for itself and, and it's 
more well known. Um, so what but, was your stigma like? You what did you guys think about America when Bush was president? And I mean, people still say we all know what they say now. I mean, the word Trump is used for you know a, a dumb person in uh, like Sweden <laughs> or Texas is actually used for a stupid person oh. in uh, Norway. The, the word Texan. Well, I mean, I lived here when when uh, Bush was president, and uh, but you guys are like international, like you. Yeah, you still have I mean, that, like, yeah, we still. I and mean, you went to we Barcelona, still have, right? I, I did. We still have family living in Brazil, and then I I took a trip after graduating from college to Barcelona, and there was a lot of of um, you know, not so great words being said about. Um, Tr- uh, not Trump, uh, the other one, Bush, who I, now is, you know, where it's like, oh, I'll take George Bush. Bush. <laughs> yeah, I'll take Bush. Um, but, you know, calling him stupid and calling Americans yeah. in general stupid, which I guess we're back is there now. The, the French cartoon movie where, uh, oh man, I wish I could remember the name of it, uh, where they show us as fat assholes eating burgers, like the Stops, Statue of Liberty. Yeah. What is that? Ah, whatever. But, but no, but to get back to your, I yeah. think, original question yeah, of sorry, what part tangents. of the, the yeah. United States would I identify the most with? Um, so, yeah, having lived in Texas for 20 years, I definitely would say that um, I'm a Texan, but in the sense of I've lived in Austin most, you know, 10 years in Austin, 10 years in Houston, but I'm not the stereotypical conservative Texan, mm-hmm. cowboy, sports loving, or any of that, so... I think there's another world of Texans in Austin, Fort Worth, like you mentioned. Yeah, because I think the, the cities, because Texas mm-hmm. is so big. Like, right. the cities, like, you identify you're from your city. Other people say, I'm from East Texas or West Texas mm-hmm. or South Texas. Everybody else either says, I'm from Fort Worth, Dallas, Houston, Waco, or San Ann. Yeah. Um, or, uh, that's that's it. No, nobody, no, El Paso, I guess. Yeah. But, El pa- man, El Paso is a huge thing in itself. Like, right. on top of having, like, you know, Mexican culture, on top of Texas culture, on top of being the brightest city, I think, in the state. On top hmm. of, like, it's uh, something like, yeah, it's a random tidbit. Yeah. I'm also, factor. might be wrong uh, yeah. about that. So, <laughs> uh, somebody told me that once, but, like, but do you, with how, because the majority of people in the state, though, have the feelings they do about uh, just social issues in a in that sense like yeah. because we, we've been to california and portland and or i mean in oregon or washington like the liberal quote-unquote you know places right. and we definitely identify with more and felt less of a we might come in contact with somebody wearing a maga hat or <laughs> something like somebody like the bastard which granted he's here all the time but that's because we pay him yeah but, i mean i think I stop paying him. If if you are somebody who cares about um, society at large yeah. and and the way that your government is running your state, then it becomes difficult to live in a place uh, like we do now in Texas, where our governor, lieutenant governor, um, who just Attorney by General, the way, um, his court date for his federal the attorney, crimes yeah, as Ken uh, Paxton. Ken Paxton's set for yeah, December. Yeah, so, you know, we live in this in this state and it doesn't represent my views. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that we have representatives in, from Austin who are doing their best, but yeah. at for a majority, you know, those those people at the top of our, our Texas government are not representing our views and it's frustrating. It's really... really even a, the majority of even conservatives. Like, there's somebody... Well, I mean... Like, there's a Republican 
that like was talking against all the stuff that was going on now. Sure, like, one, but one, yeah, one. Someone voted these people into office. Yeah, that's wasn't true. me. Yeah. I mean, so you know, they're representing somebody. There's a lot of really, really a conservative. Lot of land. Yeah, there's a lot of land in Texas. There's a lot of small towns. There's a mm-hmm. lot of people with conservative views, and so I have no doubt that that he, meaning you know, referring to our governor, represents a lot of people in mm-hmm. this in this state. Um, but then you and I talk about, you know, well, do you move or do you stay and you try to make a change? Be a part of that culture and, yeah, like, evolve that culture, you know, like, because immigrants come to this country and that's where, like, people like you or people like anybody else throughout the, you know, two foot, what, 270 years or whatever that we've been doing this have come to morph to this thing. Like, mm-hmm. shouldn't we stay, like you said, whoa, sorry, to your point, stay here and morph it or... What do you think? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, it, 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 it comes down to, <laughs> it almost comes down to, do you want immediate gratification or delayed? Because, you know, if we were to get up right now and move to, like you mentioned, Portland or Seattle or most towns in California, we would feel more represented, I think. And, and I would be prouder of what my state was doing. I would be happier to say, hey, you know, this is what my governor said, or this is, you know, I'm proud to be represented by these people. But then on the other hand, there is a chance, who knows if it, how real it is, but there is a chance that um, Texas could turn blue. I mean, yeah. I don't know how. What do you think was we have talked about before, like, you know, America with all its differences, mm-hmm. uh, like, should it, it it's too big. Yeah, like, I think it's, so. Like, it's too damn big. Like, would we... I don't know if this isn't even on the same subject anymore, but it's about America. But, like, would it be better off? It's like, I watched a video on uh, Wendover Productions. Everybody go check them out on YouTube. They're really rad. Um, uh, if... What would happen... Uh, what, what would it statistically look like if the Republican states and, all, and the Democrat states, which is obviously split, you know, East Coast, West Coast, and little random little pockets... Like, what would that look like if they all just split off and become their own countries? Kind I mean, of thing. Like, I would think that be it's in... better in a sense, or no? I don't, I'm torn on that idea. The Republic of California sounds rad as shit to me. Well, I don't, I don't think that we should keep doing things the way we've been doing them just because it's the way we've been doing them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you look at how divided the country is right now, and I really think it's because we have fundamental differences. I don't think it's just because we are I don't think it's just because we're not getting along in this moment in time. I think mm-hmm. it's because it's we really have these fundamental differences about healthcare, about you know, obviously gay rights and mm-hmm. all this all this, you know, all these issues that come up I don't know that we'll ever find middle ground. And 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 why should we? Why shouldn't we say, you know what, you want that great, this is what I want maybe it it is time for for the united states to say we're better off divided i don't know if that's crazy it's crazy in the sense of like okay well think about like it's literally 50 50 in most most states of you know like people are like winning the elections 48 to 48 kind of if they're 48 to 46 no i'm not i'm not trumping my no because other people vote for independent uh parties yeah no (laughs) trump if you're listening this last week uh trump Said there was fifty-one senators versus fifty senators. That's not 
not how that works, but anywho, uh, <laughs> no, but like it's, it's split between like the people's philosophical differences in these states is like 50, 50. So with half those 50, that 50% of those people, you know, venture off to New York or California or do, like, cause like, it, it's not a solution. It's a, it, it's a novel idea and fun to think about like yeah. the whole, you know, alternate guess, history thing or, I guess you know, we all have that option future. already with states. I yeah, mean, we, if, and because, like, states are working directly with the Paris Agreement themselves right. versus, you so, know, the climate thing that we yeah, decided to pull out of. Yeah, I guess, in a sense, we, if we really wanted to, we could move mm-hmm. to, you know, a city and a state where we feel... Because federal politics rarely, rarely matters when it comes down to... They always say, like, it's the local shit that this is the one that you need to pay attention to. Like, so, if you're in your own state, I mean, that's kind of... I mean, mostly the countries in Europe, they're countries, but they're basically states of the European Union. Right. Like, they kind of have armies, but we also all each have our own National Guard that can be taken control of by the governor in any given moment, even the mayor at any given moment. So, like... But, so I guess, would you... If somebody, well, I guess if somebody asked you if you were American, you would obviously say yes. But yeah, do you, having been born and raised here, feel like you are? Like, does that feel right? Um, if you asked me 10 to 15 years ago, I'd say yeah. But at this point, I have a bit more radicalized views on countries i don't like the concept of borders i am a a big sci-fi nerd and everything i watch it's one planet that people deal with Mm -hmm. versus the like i mean i I don't we're all human beings you know every color every nationality we're all people like i don't understand what like it's the simple of signing simple fact of signing a few checks to fix the damn planet to get everybody fed to have like every like It just doesn't make sense to me. And America led that charge into the negativity of saying, no, me first before the rest of the fucking pores or something like that. Like, we let Africa just go to shit, like, while we, you know, like, there were more atrocities done in Africa than all of the Middle East. And we didn't care because there was no oil there. Oh, I gotta stop hitting that mic. (laughs) But here's the thing. If you think about what it really means to be an American, why don't... Why does, it's sad that politics is so involved in that right Mm -hmm. now. Why does that have to be such a part of it? You know, I remember during the election last year, a lot of shows, you know, that we watch, kind of the satirical political Mm -hmm. shows, did a lot of um, pieces on what it means to be an American outside of all of these politics. You know, the, the values that kind of, are throughout this country that have nothing to do with being a Republican or a Democrat. But a lot of our values are borrowed. Like, I mean, think about, like, the fact that everybody should have health care. But 20 years ago, nobody thought that. Or maybe they did. They just didn't really realize and hadn't given it much thought. We took that concept from every other country. Like, Bernie Sanders is the one that, or, well, it was Clinton, really, that was hooting and hollering about it. But they you know, said no, 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 and then social media is the only reason anything got ever found out. Like, you know, we, we freedom is is a great concept, sure. Like well, we that's did an episode thing. on that. You but know, like, well, and we and, are super the freest country. We are. I'll, I'll definitely. And that's bat. not that's not something to just say mm-hmm. and say, uh, whatever. 
because there are a lot of countries yeah. where people aren't free. And so, you know, is is being an American being free? That's what a lot of people yeah. come here for. So, you know, it's gr- I would I would like to consider myself more of an American if my if the country as a whole like the representation of it like there's a lot of good people it's it's like abraham or the whole abraham lot situation trying to find good people in sodom and gomorrah the people listening this probably understand it alana does not (laughs) i'll tell you later but uh (laughs) god was going to destroy some cities unless they found at least one good person in there and there wasn't but so there's a lot of good people in america Lots of good right. ones and that can make this country great again and or that's, whatever. That's what, I guess, in a sense, it's easy, especially right now in the, this country, to let what's going on in Washington define us. And mm-hmm. it, it's sad because in a way, internationally, it does because Trump makes the headlines. And so, you know, America's making a terrible name for itself. But the thing is that people do. If cops... you can find a community for yourself yeah. to belong if you can find your sense of belonging there then maybe that's what matters you're never going to belong in a country you know in a country as big as america you're never going to feel like you belong everywhere that's impossible right so it's never going to be your if you're going to find that community don't you just again consider yourself just a part of that community like i can i say i'm from austin right or i say i'm from texas i don't say i'm from america i mean i by default yeah what country are you from if you ask me what country i'm from america where right. where are you from? Austin or Texas or Fort Worth? Right. Like, so like, I don't know. Just the if we could actually be the representation of the world and actually be the powerhouse we you know, you know, grab our dicks and claim to be, and you know, saying no, oh, we are this, we are that, and like we are this wiffle ball bat. Like it's if we can actually be that and be this amazing country that doesn't let its citizens and soldiers die on the streets after they fight wars or people go sick like the the fact that we have poor people in the richest country in the world like i can't like homeless veterans yeah homeless like that's i can't i I can't say like proudly that i'm an american when we let that happen like it happens in every other country but there are it happens a lot fucking less yeah like the fact that it happens here at all and that we can't somehow figure out how to fix all of that that's the problem we figured it out and because people are greedy at the core level, and that's a human nature, that's not an, Amer- an a uniquely American thing, but like Salt Lake City and other places, they figured out, hey, if we house the homeless, it costs literally $30,000 per person versus the $100,000 a year to leave them on the street. But here's like, the thing. How much, you know, before this whole Trump election, for a lot of people, politics wasn't this prevalent in their lives. This election kind of turned a lot of things around Mm -hmm. where people started focusing more on politics. And so, and it started to make people question things differently because I think before this election, there wasn't such a a question of, you know, where do I belong? Is this really, you know, is this the country that I I want to be a part of? Mm -hmm. Um you know, I don't think a lot of people were thinking that. And then this whole Hurricane Trump thing came through yeah. and people started questioning if if they actually wanted to be American. Yeah. Um, they moved away all the, the shit at, on the top layer and realized, oh, there's a bunch of scum underneath. Grubs and would deplore, a basket of deplorables <laughs> is under this rug. 
like yeah it's like it's kind of it's kind of weird because like you said like we were talking about earlier i think i heard it on like jim jeffrey's show or something like that that it's not normal that we know the communications director's name it's not normal that I know who the chief of staff is. You can't name me Obama's chief of staff unless you're a political junkie. And I am, and I can't even do that. You are, you can't do that. Ronald Michael. Like, no, okay, fine. Right? <laughs> Actually, I think you're right. It was I don't his. Know. <laughs> but, First name that came to like, mind. And it's, it's taken the focus. So, like, with that, like, isn't image kind of helpful when it comes to deciding, like, what, where are you from? Like, you know, if you. You should be, I guess, I'm not patriotic in that sense. Like, there are, and nothing against patriotism by any means, but, like, if I'm not loyal enough in the sense to, if you were just going to, you know, pull a handmaid's tail on us or Nazis on us or whatever it is, I'm not going to keep swearing allegiance to this. It ceases to be the, the America. I love the concept of America. I love it. The Constitution's great. Like, and it was supposed to be revised every 20 years, but they tend to forget that. But... Like, the concept of being the freest nation, and yada, 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 if we just, it's like, it's like the concept of communism. It's great on paper. The concept of America on paper sounds great, but when you let the human concept of greed get in there, then everything just starts to go to shit, and that's what happened from practically day one. But that's where I'm thinking maybe, you know, we need to step back and think of, like I was saying, you know, think of the idea of belonging and what it means to be an American in a simpler in a simpler way and try not to let Trump ruin every good thing that we have. Right. And, you know, think about belonging. I would never, you know, I, I hesitate to say that I'm an American and I do that because I really am not and I feel like it it negates the other parts of me, the my, my past and the mm-hmm. other cultures that I have. And so I, I try to avoid, you know, saying that I'm an American. But there are still parts of being an American that I appreciate. I'm not, not you know, crazy patriotic either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want Trump to ruin all of the pieces of this country that are good, like freedom, mm-hmm. like, you know enjoying just enjoying your life and and being able to i don't know i don't know either like i, I don't want him to ruin anything <laughs> and he, he tr- truly for me he hasn't ruined anything like he hasn't ruined the concept of it it's everybody else that is kind of cramping that style for me like the people like i found out um i won't say who they are but found out somebody i know is in a militia and it's not the first time my uh, actually a distant cousin of mine or something was in a militia after Obama got elected to well I'll let you use your imagination on that one he's in jail uh, went to federal prison for it and everything but like so it, it's the crazies of the crazy mm-hmm. that and it's the it's it sucks is they're the ones that get the most attention like because there is a lot it's like the whole oh no when like a cop shoots somebody like I'm that we can all do a whole episode on that one but like oh there's a lot of good cops out there sure there is but the few do ruin it for the herd like you know it if one you bring one unvaccinated child into an area they're going to give yeah oh we are uh like (laughs) trust me man i go all day on anti-vaxxers but you 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 know give every other kid 
smallpox or whatever the hell, where were they getting uh, mumps or me- measles, mumps, what, whatever, all, which, what, all of it? Uh, was it um, polio's been spiking up again? Like, so you, you, it does ruin the image. That, like, well, and that's the thing. With Obama, I... we had a cool image. Everybody, America was True. kind of on the on the level a little bit. To like, us, no though, scandals. But that's the thing. That's what's so to funny. the rest of the world though. Because yes. at the and deep down, we all at, like at our core level, no matter who you are, you can say, "Oh, I don't care what people think about me." You kind of do. Yes, like, but I think a lot of people who didn't like Obama are also the same people who think that America is the best country in the world and don't mm-hmm. care what the French think of us, don't care what the, no, the French think of us. the French invented the art of the republic. <laughs> right. No, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're the ones who are like, who cares if they hate us? That's better. That means that's a good thing that they hate us. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, maybe caring more about what you're doing in your own space, mm-hmm. caring about your community, and finding a sense of belonging there, you know, is that what it means to be American? Like, I mean, that's the whole po- concept of this podcast so, is like of just being American and what, you know, what I it is so. to be I American. I think, you know, take a country like France. It still has a lot of different pockets of different cultures, right? But they have a little bit more of a consistent culture overall as a country because they're smaller and mm-hmm. it's, it's just easier. America is so big that... You know, Texas is bigger than France. Just Texas. <laughs> no. Remember that bumper sticker? Anyone who lived uh, Freedom fries. in Houston or any, any, or really not Houston, the suburbs Just, of Houston during yeah, that, that Bush and era. Fort, uh, um, and Fort Worth. But yeah, think about it. Texas is literally <laughs> bigger than France. So France in and of itself has its culture and it's July, easier. Honestly. No, it's true. <laughs> that, um, they unless just it made is that, a lie. I don't know. I, don't, I just I thought read they the made that up on that stupid bumper sticker. Oh, God. Probably but, is bigger than But so France. you think of the entirety of the United States. I mean, how hard is it for us to have a, a you know, a cohesive culture? It's mm-hmm. almost impossible. So, yeah, I mean, if you're moving to this country because you've heard that, you know, it's it's just a great place to move and to be free and to pursue your dreams. I still think that's all true. It is. It is absolutely true. I just think that you have to find your pocket because it's easy to get lost and overwhelmed because there's so many different places and so many different areas. You might move to one city or one state, um, and it might not be the right fit for you. And you just have to, you know, keep looking and you'll find your community of people, um, there, so it's definitely here. Somewhere. Is that the the idea of America? Then, like, just to, because, it, like we said, melting pot. Like, right. it's just a, is it just a big old country? I'm not gonna hit the mic again. Uh, just of a bunch of different subgroups. Because there's no there's no culture of America. Like you, Brazil has a culture to it. it it's got it like ant, like historical like deep ti- deep rooted things. Like well, so does America. And, I mean, America so, so has does England, its history. So does but I think no, overall, but not a whole culture. Culture like there's no, no cause there's, every, there's because a single culture in a lot of countries. Right, we have and multiple. This, this one of the the founding principles of this country was to be you know and it was a nation of immigrants and of mm-hmm. people coming here to uh, escape you know bad situations in their homeland and so I think that is exactly we are a melting pot and so we're a mix of a bunch of different cultures. And it's okay that there's pockets throughout the United States of people mm-hmm. with different beliefs and different cultures. You know, I think that 
I guess America can stay one country and we'll just <laughs> it's have going to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have the different states. And if and if living somewhere where, you know, not just your local community, but the state at large represents you mm-hmm. is really important to you, then you can move, you know. Yeah. One day you and I we'll see what happens in the 2018 elections if if Greg Abbott gets uh gets reelected um and we can think about then we can say you know leaving. what maybe texas isn't the right place for us anymore yeah. i don't want to live somewhere where you know they 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 take away rights that i believe in fundamentally and so don't let people go to the bathroom where they right want. so at that point i think it is a big enough issue to say maybe we need to go find somewhere else where we belong Long. right i like that is that so america in general the concept just a bunch of groups of people like that's all no, we are. I think that's what we learned today, ladies and gentlemen, that America is just America. It's like I like it because it's like the testing ground for what a unified planet would be. Because it's all the different cultures, kind of, and it could be more. Yeah, yeah, uh, but but a sampling. Yeah, sampling of what a unified planet could maybe be someday. I don't know. Yeah, that's and my you dream. and you can see that on the on the federal level, not a whole lot gets done, and it no, doesn't really it's work very well. All about your local elections, folks. Yeah. That's go vote, go vote for the love of all the gods. Um, so yeah, uh, last question, and then we'll wrap it up. Do you have uh, any advice for people that deal with their cultural identity? That like are trying to struggle to find theirs. Like any immigrants that may come. Uh, like when you came here, it was uh, I mean you were real, real young, but like you I mean, still to this day, like you said you. You know, it's a toss-up to where you consider yourself from. Yeah, it's a struggle. I think when you move somewhere, you, I mean, depending on your age especially, you feel a lot of pressure to fit in because you want to make friends and you want to feel like you belong. And so you might, um, you know, ignore certain parts of your personality mm-hmm. or try to um, not show certain parts of your culture in order to fit in. And that's never a good idea, and it's not gonna. It, it's gonna make you feel like you're losing your identity, which isn't good either. So you know, hold on to whatever whatever your past was, and whatever you, you know, wherever you came from, hold on to that, and then try to find your community of people who accept you for who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be. I think what we've learned here is that not everybody is, or really nobody is, a hundred percent just an American, everybody somehow immigrated to this country, whether it was hundreds of years ago or or recently. The natives were the only people. And even then they came here on boats like 2,000 years before that. So So, yeah, find your community. and and 2,000 years that you get to keep it, I think, if you're here 2,000 years longer than everybody else. I do not know Native American history, so I am not going to Yeah, I don't know much either. I do. I know enough. I know that they, uh, it was like, yeah, there's allegedly boats from uh, the eastern you don't sound confident. I'm not. I, I was some documentary on History Channel a long time ago. <laughs> I don't know. Blame History Channel. They're the ones that, you know, have the shows like Ice, Ice Truckers or something like that. Not really reliable in I history. was almost about to say Ice Truck Killers because I was just killers. watching oh. the first season of Dexter again. <laughs> so I was going to say the Ice, Ice Truck, Truck Killers. killers? Oh, no. be, that, see, I would get behind that show. There, <laughs> it was a History Channel show about Ice Truck Killers. Fine. I don't want to watch people drive through the snow for 
fucking hour. All right, everybody. Um, we will be back again in uh, two weeks. Thank you for listening again. Um, sorry the bastard couldn't do this panel. Uh, we'll maybe have him do an interview someday. Who knows? Um, you can, uh, if you are listening to this, tell your friends. Please leave us a review on whichever thing you are listening on. You can visit Wafflebutt Media for more. Um, you can go to AmericaThePodcast.com uh, for more uh, content, like the bastard's got his videos up there where he yells at you about something. Um, recent one is about the Texas bathroom bill uh, that we're hopefully not going to pass in this state. He doesn't even like it. So um, call your representatives, go vote, stay local, and uh, yeah. Stay American. Uh, Good night, everybody. America! It's America, the podcast.